Hi everyone, welcome back to Youth Industry Talks. Today we have someone super special, Charlie Tacker. He is an 18-year-old professional actor who is based mostly in the New England area. He has been acting professionally since he was about four or five years old. Uh, and we know a lot of mutual people and have like worked with a lot of mutual people. So I reached out to him and he said yes. Uh, I'm super excited. So uh, here it is. Hello everyone, uh, welcome back to Youth Industry Talks. Today we have someone very special, Charlie Tacker. Here he is, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Charlie Tacker. I'm mostly located in the New England film industry area. I just turned 18 years old and I'm pretty excited to do this interview. Yeah, that's awesome. My first question I ask everybody, it's kind of annoying because everyone asks this question, but I'm still gonna ask it. Um, what made you wanna become an actor? And then what made you wanna do it uh, professionally and really pursue it as a career? So I was about five, five four years old. Um, and I, I was obsessed with Spider-Man. I'm not saying I'm not anymore because I still like Spider-Man, but um, you know, I, I loved it and my mom, didn't want me jumping off a building and trying it in real life. So she showed me the green screen footage of Spider-Man. And, you know, I, I just told her I wanted to, you know, be in that little industry area. I, I really wanted to make movies and stuff and be in movies. So I was I was about five or six when she um, helped me get my first extra background part. It was for the town with Ben Affleck shooting in Boston. And, you know, I just remember seeing like all the big cameras and lights and everything and just how everything was moving. And I just I fell in love with it. I loved it so much. And then a couple of productions later, uh, I worked on a couple of student films into indie films. And, um, you know, I, I, I realized it's what I wanted to do in life. So. Oh, that, that's awesome. So that, that's really young. You were four or five when you did the extra thing you said. Yep. Wow. And you, yeah. wow. That's and you remember it. Uh, faint, yeah, faintly. I remember seeing Ben Affleck. Um, that was pretty cool. Wow. I barely knew who he was because I was very young, but my mom told me like he was a big deal. So yeah, and now you know. Now you can say that you've seen Ben yeah. Affleck and worked as well. Um, yeah. and then how did you, so getting into it professionally, and then you finally start realizing like, oh, maybe I should get representation. How did you get your first agent and manager, and has it changed? Yes. Um, my first agent and manager. One thing about the industry is just connections, connections, connections. Everyone you meet, you know, you meet someone, you meet someone else, you know, connections. So I, I got my first manager. Um, it was, I was connected to her through someone I worked on, on a film. And when I was 12 years old, she connected me to this manager. And then this manager connected me to this agent. And then that agent and manager connected me to another agent. And, you know, it, it just keeps going on. And I think since I've gotten a manager and, agents it's it's really picked up it's helped a lot it's a lot easier to get auditions um stuff like that so yeah yeah that's that's very true like connections like networking is a thing that yep. I think people people when I got into it people always said like oh make sure you know meet people you know network whatever and I never really knew what that meant and then I found myself doing it but not realizing I was doing it and then I'm like oh I have all these people I can just like reach out to and like ask questions and like talk about the industry with so that's yeah. very true. A lot of happens, it just happens like naturally. You don't even realize you're yep. doing it. You just meet people in classes and you meet people doing films and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, getting auditions, it's obviously a little bit easier when you have representation because you don't have to keep self-submitting every two seconds of your life. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, but how was it 
before having representation, getting auditions? Did you do a lot of self-submissions? Did your parents help you with that? How did that work? Yeah, so I did a lot of self-submissions. Uh, my mom, she was a big help in my earlier years. But, you know, once I like started to get older, I kind of started to pick it up. Like, like she kind of showed me. But yeah, I would just self-submit uh, most of my stuff. I worked on a ton of student films and indie films, even if we were only shooting for a day or whatever, a ton of those little films just to get more experience and connections and stuff like that. So I, I didn't have to audition for a lot of them, but most of them I did. Um, but yeah, mostly just self-submitting. Yeah. That, and that's true. Short films, indie films, like self-submissions, that's how you also get like real footage. It's like yep. so much easier. And then it's easier to get an agent or manager because they see yep. you already have all of this past experience from short films and indie films. Yep. Yeah. Do you know how many you've done? Because I've looked at your credits. You have a lot. Yeah. So how many like productions I've been on in general? Like, yeah. So probably around like 70 productions I've but I know it's a lot. A lot of it's not on my IMDb because it's mostly a lot of them aren't big, but it's just suffer experience, you know, just getting in front of the camera as much as you can, getting a feel for it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And for um, auditions, like whether it's a really big opportunity or a smaller opportunity, do you have a quote unquote process or do you like, does it vary depending on like what the project is and like the jo the genre? course so i go by the process you've probably heard of it it's the five w's who what when where why you know who are you talking to what are you talking about where are you talking about it um when is it you know why are you talking about it you know it, it kind of like helps break down the scene you know you get a little more understanding of it it's not all about just memorizing the lines and making sure you have lines in your head it's it's about acting natural and it's yeah i like to go by the five w's it's like my favorite method used for auditions yeah, I, I do the same thing. I learned that in one of my early, like early, early classes when I started doing professionally. And I've, mm -hmm. I've basically just stuck, like stuck with it every ever since. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I have like, I'm still trying to find is um, when memorizing lines, obviously, how do you find a way to not memorize a way to say it, if that makes sense? Because a lot of the times I feel like I memorize the lines, but I get stuck in one way of saying it. And then it doesn't sound like natural, if you know what I mean. How do you yeah. find yourself like having that like issue? Is there a way that you help yourself trying to get out of that habit? Reading with someone else, because it's a lot different than when you're reading it in your head or reading it by yourself, like talking to a wall. So much better reading it with someone else and having them give you feedback, you know? Yes. I think that helps a lot. So auditions, do you also do voiceover or do you only do like on camera? Oh yeah, yeah I do voiceover. Um, not a lot, but I definitely do some voiceover. I've had a couple projects I've worked on. Like I did one for a museum up in Wollertown um, for my state. And it was like this animated thing. And like I had to like be one of the animated characters. Kind of cool thing. I honestly like doing voiceover work. And voiceover auditions are a lot simpler than self-tapes. Sometimes they can get like confusing and like hard. But, you know, I like voiceover. And you also do commercial, I commercial too? Yeah. Yeah. Do you um like do you find there a big difference between there because self tapes are I guess the setup is the same for TV film and for commercial, but is like a different way you approach it. Do you still use the five W's for commercial? Yeah, but I think um depending on the commercial, it's 
it's important to either be less or more animated. Um, like, you know, if you're doing like a commercial for rather like if you read the script and it's not very, how do I say it, realistic, it's like, you know, more promoting the product. Like you want to be like more upbeat, animated, you know, stuff like that, like rather than like in a serious role. All right. Have, so you have done, so have you done all three TV, film, voiceover, and commercial? Like yes. on set, you've had experience for. So, what was your first time on set for each of those things? First time on set for film was the town, but like, I mean, that was like extra. I want to say my first time like being like main character for a student film was this film Goldfish. It was just, he went to Harvard. The director, I think, either Harvard or Emerson. I think it was Harvard. That was like my first film that I was, you know played the main character didn't speak a lot but I was six years old my first voiceover I think was the museum in Lowell yeah it was a museum and my first commercial was for an Ocean State job lot commercial I was 10 years old wow did you um get the last two you said with by yourself or did you have representation at that time I got those ones by myself but it was it was a long process I'll tell you that yeah Yep. Mm -hmm. For when you did self-submissions, did you mostly do it on um, backstage or did you use Actors Access and Casting Networks? Um, um, it was, you know, like a mixture of both, mostly backstage, yeah. But yep. like sometimes like we would use Actors Access, like it just kind of varied, you know, whatever like popped out. Yeah. And now, are you in college now? Well, I start in January, so I applied well, late, so I start late. But oh okay. And are you going for acting or for something else? Well, I'm I'm actually going for film. So like like media arts production. So like behind the camera, then in front of the camera, just to like get to know like, you know, everything that goes on on set. But I think my junior year I will be taking a BFA in acting. Wow. And where are you studying? Emerson in Boston. Oh, okay. That's a great school. I know a lot of people who go there. That's really? awesome. For, yeah, I, I, a lot of people are going over. So I really thought you already started, but you applied late, so you're starting January. Yeah. That's cool. Well, we got a longer summer break, so. Yeah, exactly. With COVID, so you've been doing this like forever. For me, at least, I started right before COVID hit. So most of my experience in the industry has been in COVID. So like, that's kind of the only yeah. way I know. But how was that change for you? So before COVID, I was going to New York almost every like like three times a month for auditions. I was going so much to New York and like Boston to get in front of like a casting director. And it changed so much when COVID hit, it was just self-tape, self-tape, self-tape. And I found, you know, right when COVID hit, I went into like a deep hole of like unmotivation being lazy all day wasn't really focusing on like my career as much and um it took it, maybe like halfway through COVID you know got myself back up on my feet I was like isolated so like I kind of like got to like work on myself better just by myself and I think it positively helped me in a way but um the process of auditions was definitely like altered do you prefer in person over self-tape ah that's a good question you know because you do a self-tape and if you don't like it, you just redo it. Right. But in person. And you, when you're in person, you could just get so like nervous. And But I love the feeling of going in person and having an audition.
I miss it a lot. I haven't had one in a while. I would have to say maybe in person. In person? Yeah. I did a few in-person ones uh, in Boston, New York. Again, only a few because COVID happened like a few months after I started doing it professionally. And mm. I was so nervous for all of them. Like I never, I never messed up horribly and like, you know, bombed an audition. But thinking back, I'm like, I didn't mess up, but I definitely didn't do great. Like yeah, you so when in-person come, it's starting to come back a little bit, but self-tapes I think are always going to be here to some extent, um, especially for us. Like we don't have to go to New York every week. We can just send in a self-tape. Yeah. Um, but I think when I'm going to start, have to go back to in-person, we'll see how that goes because okay. it's been like two years of like constant mm-hmm. self-tapes and finding myself like just re-watching myself over and over and over again and like perfecting it. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, okay. So my last few questions are kind of deeper questions. So you can go as deep or as not deep as you want to, um, okay. but keeping in spirit with like what I call them youth industry talks. I talked to a lot of young people in the industry since you started like really young, what have been like the biggest things you've learned so far? And are there any issues that you've seen that you hope like us as a generation of young people can fix as we grow up into the industry? Well, you know, I think you get older and you kind of like your eye opens more to the industry. Like you go into it thinking, oh my God, all these people are just making movies and they're just making so much money and it's all great. But you know, you but you get to see like the struggles and stuff like that and like such an impact new people and young people can have on the industry when they get older i mean if you look at tv 30 40 years ago it's sort of different than it was now and that's just you know the youth changing the industry um i think a, a problem we have today is um a lot of my brothers and sisters in the union right on the crew side you know they're being worked like really hard and not enough time to like rest very overworked and um expected to work a whole lot of hours and they're about to go on strike because they're just really like overworked and stuff like that so I hope like the crew side um you know some lights get shined on them I hope something changes in that category good have I done crew work um yeah sort of I just started producing I um produced a film a couple months ago with my friends a lot of my friends my age uh, we, we make short films and stuff like that and like write nothing huge but I honestly really like working behind the camera it's so fun you can like direct the actors and like even if you're acting and directing you can like direct yourself you know do whatever like you want to have on camera super fun it's super fun editing and just everything like that it's fun being crew how has it been uh, writing too I I love talking to writers about about that how, how has it been um writing for the short films that you've done so far yeah, so I love writing. Um, writing is, it's very cool. Um, I, st- I started writing screenplays maybe my sophomore year of high school. But um, it's just like, especially when you're doing it with a group of people. Have you ever heard of a 48-hour film? Yes, I haven't done yeah. one, but I know what they are. Yeah, so like when we do a 48, like me and like the people like I um, work with, like create films with, when we do a 48 it's a fun process of just you get your category and you just got to write it in like a couple hours like brainstorm it's so fun um i think writing is like a cool way of expressing your feelings on paper and like you know showing what you see in your head on paper then on screen it's pretty cool do you have a because i know i don't i've done 
uh, writing a bit, never done anything with it, but just like writing pilots for myself and like, because I just find writing very fascinating too, but I haven't yeah. done anything with it yet. But do you have a process or a way that you like to go about writing? Do you do a lot of outlining first, a lot of planning, or do you just try and like go for it on the page? Sort of like I'll, I'll grab a notebook and I'll jot down like, you know, like what I want, you know, like the, what's the word, like the climax, the, um, oh the yeah, the, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. I, I like write, jot that down on paper and then, um, kind of like create scenarios in between here and there and just start writing it. Um, do you, you write screenplays, right? Like the format? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, um, it's pretty cool. But as I said, I, I haven't been writing for long. So like I've been writing for only like two years, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's super. I, again, I've only been doing it for like a year or two. It's very, um, I don't know the word. It's like, I feel like I've, can you just feel like you have control over it that sounds like very yeah. like um, no, but, yeah, exactly. but like when you're when you're acting it's it's I, I love acting obviously but you don't have as much of a say for a lot of the thing other things that go on in the story because obviously you didn't write the script you can like make up things for your own character but if but you can't really write your own story if that makes sense so for me it's I just love being able to have control over the story and how it's written because I find a lot of the times especially with like the way young people talk in tv and film is not very accurate in my opinion so I like finding my like writing it from a perspective of someone who's young and knows how teenagers actually talk in real life yeah exactly yep I couldn't agree with you more on that yeah I I brought that up with like I've had a few writers on this I was actually you know Brendan Egan yeah, that's, yeah, yeah yeah I had Brendan on like I don't know, like a week ago. And we were talking about how young people talk and how young people are cast in like movies and TV shows. And mm -hmm. <laughs> we were talking about how like, not just Netflix, but this was an example he used. They cast like a 20 year old to play like a 14 year old. And it's like, what? Yeah. And then you yeah. have like a crew of 50 year olds writing for a 14 year old yeah. who's being played by a 20 year old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. um, oh, and I meant to ask, um, um, one thing about when I was talking about issues in the industry, I'm just moving all over the place. You're talking about crew, how it's being overworked. I have, I've been on a few productions. Again, I've only been doing this for like two years, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I, again, I was talking about this with Brendan, I worked on graffiti and mm -hmm. we, so I, I was there for, I don't know, like 12 hours, which is like a normal, that's, that's like a normal set day for any actor ever, like 10, 8, 10, 12 hours. But the crew was there like probably three or four hours before me and then probably stayed like two or three hours after me. Yeah. And I, I, I just never understand like how they live. Like I, they're constantly moving and moving and moving. Like a lot of the time I'm on set, I'm just kind of waiting there, sitting, getting makeup done, you know, chilling on my phone, talking with my parents, like talking with the actors. I'm not really doing stuff for that straight 12 hours, but the crew was mm -hmm. like, working there non-stop yeah. yeah so i just want to say that because i, I, like I agree with you. I, I remember seeing you in graffiti oh wait, you were there no I'm, i remember seeing you in the film like i watched oh. the film. it oh. was charlie norton's home right yeah yeah yeah, yeah brendan worked on it oh yeah it was a good film i liked that film yeah well thanks <laughs> <No problem. laughs> um my last few things are 
any uh, words of advice to uh, actors, writers, filmmakers, people in front of or behind the camera? Well, I know you hear this a lot, but I cannot stress it enough when I tell you to believe in yourself. Like, it's it's not just like, oh, believe in yourself. You know, like you hear that a lot, but you really need to like, you know, you need to like own it. You need to tell yourself like, you know, I got this, you know, this was made for me. You know, you gotta, there's, there's a difference, right? There's a difference between you wanna be a celebrity or you wanna be an actor, you know? It's, it's like, if you wanna be an actor, you gotta believe in yourself and like, you know, it's practice makes perfect, you know? If on your spare time, memorize a monologue and just keep doing it or like download a screenplay and read it with someone and like just stay working and stuff like that you know yeah yeah and um oh my last thing uh any like plugs instagram movies coming out thing projects coming out you're working on anything like that yeah so uh not much projects i'm working on right now my instagram is just at charlie tacker same with my facebook and twitter um but I am writing a, a short film right now in the process. Pretty, it's like, it's, I'm pretty excited about it. I have high hopes for it. Um, it was originally a um, for a creative portfolio for a school I was applying to, but I ended up really liking the script and now I like we're working on it a lot. I'm probably gonna film, film that soon, but that'll be on my Instagram soon. But um, besides that, yeah. Awesome. Um, thanks. Thanks so much. Right, thank you. I had a great time. Um, a few things I forgot to mention on some of my recent and upcoming projects. I'm uh, Young Chris on Castle Rock. I'm Josh on Nosferatu. And I'm Brian on Luna the Witch. Season 2 comes out soon. Thank you. And yeah, that was my talk with Charlie. It was great to talk to such an uh, experienced and young person who's been working in the industry for so long. He's the definition of a child actor who's just who just keeps working and pushing to just make it and keep working he just loves it so much he had great insight on everything in the industry about issues in the industry he believed in and i agree with him on and what it was like to be very young in the industry and growing up in it and just to keep pushing so listen to what he said he's a very wise person i'm so glad i got to talk to him and yeah stay tuned